then once it's going, it just, it goes, that's how our brains work. And it's so cool. And it's, it just, it makes everything so much easier when you can do it that way, because you don't notice it. It's not like trying to carve out an hour for the gym. You know, it's, it's five squats here and there. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, we have Coach Mac. So Mac is the founding health coach of Running With Bacon. Yes, that's actually the name of her company. And she's obsessed with healthy habits. She helps busy, no, exhausted women transform into the fittest and strongest mamas they can be without restrictive diets, fads, or life overhauls. Think of her like your own, your very own fitness mom, helping you get and stay healthy, but still owning her love of Reese cups. (laughs) And if you don't catch her in her garden, odds are good she's catching up on the latest Real Housewives episode. Today, you're going to hear Mac's take on building fitness habits that support a healthy life and why we've been thinking about exercise all wrong. Join me as we hack our health with habits. I love that bio. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here today. Yes. I'm excited to have you and to jump into this conversation. So before we do that, before we talk about all these healthy habits, let's dive into what brought you to where you are today. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Thank you. Yes, I'd love to. So it started out but all the way back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going back that far. Um, <laughs> no, so I actually have been a huge sports fan my whole life. Uh, I was a big old tomboy. I knew growing up that I wanted to do something with sports, but I wasn't quite sure what. So I went to school actually for exercise science. And for a little while I took that was a division one strength and conditioning coach. So I helped athletes stay in tip top shape and, you know, get 0.1% better so they could be that much better at their sport. And I realized that it wasn't necessarily the sport aspect of it. It was helping the female athletes think differently about their body because I was getting them stronger. They were, they were getting so fit and it was such a, um, a mind thing because typically, you know, as women, as women, we are like, Oh, we want to be like models and skinny and look a certain way and do this, but they were strong and beautiful and just, but in, in 
that athletic way. And it was so cool. And I was like, man, I like, I want to do this for more women, not just, you know, one athletic team. I want to do it for so many women and see themselves become their best self. And to me that I do that via fitness, because again, my love of sports and all that. And it did take a few iterations to like, I went a little deeper of where is this coming from? And I realized it's actually, it comes from, I watched my mom. I'm the youngest of four. And I watched my mom sacrifice herself, take care of everyone else first. And I wish that my mom had had someone like me tell her it can be different. And so again, it took a few iterations to get there, but that's essentially why I do what I do. I love that. I love that. Yeah. We have that common mission of helping mm-hmm. moms like put yes. prioritize themselves. So yes. I like that you said that. I wish I would like, <laughs> I could be there for my mom back when to yes. them, like, that yeah. Well, important. and cause I don't have children. So I, on, on that note, that's how I relate to the moms is I remind them, Hey, your kids are watching. Hey, this yeah. is what your, your kids want the best for you. Cause I was, I was that kid. Right. And right. so it's a very different connection that I have with a lot of my clients who are moms. And I think I'm that little constant, even though, you know, I say kind of like I'm their fitness mom, I check in and I help Mm -hmm. them do all the things, but I'm also that little bit of a reminder of you've got little ones watching. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, it's so important because we forget that ripple effect and that our little ones are watching us and what we do and how we do it and all of the things. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So why is it important for moms specifically to leverage their habits and stay to get and stay healthy? Yes. So I don't have to tell you or your audience that moms are crazy busy. So when we can leverage our habits, because our habits are things that we do every day, we don't even think about them anymore. So if we can leverage our habits and make them the healthy ones that are working for us in the background, we don't even have to think about it anymore. It's it's taking away all the guesswork, all the decision-making, all the willpower that we try and muster up to go to the gym. It removes all of that when we can take habits or take healthy habits that we want and actually implement them so that we don't, again, we don't have to give them any more brain power. Our, our brain is wired to do habits. We want to save that time and energy. And so if we can set them up to get us healthy automatically, it's such a game changer for moms, especially. And I know moms have a bunch of these little, I don't want to call them monotonous, but it's kind of, like you get into it's the like routine the of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Autopilot is, is a fantastic way. And so if you can put healthy on autopilot too, it works in our favor so, so much. Yeah. And what you said about the decision fatigue and having to make all of these decisions, like we're exhausted as it is. Mm -hmm. And so having to think about one more thing is, can be crippling. It can be like, all right, one more task. And then when we aren't able to do that, like when we struggle to be able to do that one more thing, it kind of feeds our belief of not being enough, like being inadequate because we're failing to live up to these expectations or these things that we want to do. Yes. But we can't seem to make the time to do it. And so what you're saying is to be able to create those habits that work on autopilot that we don't need to think about that become just part of those routines. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So how have we been going about exercise all wrong? Because I think of exercise, I think of, you know, going to the gym. 
and moving moving our body but like doing it more in like this repetitive you know almost boring monotonous thing and so you are about to bust that myth straight open so (laughs) tell us (laughs) yes so this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I in my coaching and all of my clients if you ask them they will tell you I use movement and exercise interchangeably because As much as I love, you know, Nike and having cute shoes and going to the gym and like, you know, feeling all like Fitspo Pinterest board put together, (laughs) you don't need any of that to just get moving. You can walk around your house. I actually had a step goal last year of 10,000 steps per day. And I found myself at the end of the day and I was brushing my teeth and I still had three or 400 more steps to go. And I was doing circles around the bedroom. Like it counts though. It doesn't matter as long as you're moving your body. So it could be, you know, some house chores. It could be outside while the kids are riding their bike. It could be dancing in the kitchen while the mac and cheese water is, you know, you're waiting for it to boil. Any of that stuff, it counts because it all adds up. And so we've been doing it all wrong because we have this thing in our head of, If I'm not sweating, if I'm not sore, if I don't feel like I want to throw up, then it doesn't count and I didn't do it right. And that is so far from the truth. If we can just flip that on its head and just give yourself some credit for moving your body, it will add up and it will not stay. If you start at like a five minute walk, it will grow into a six minute walk and then a seven and so on. And it will become something that if you don't do it, you're like, Ooh, something's off today, you know, and it just, again, those healthy habits, it becomes part of your routine. And so we've just been sold this lie of what a workout has to, or should look like. It doesn't have to look like anything. It can be in your PJs. It can be whatever it looks like, but if you're moving, it counts. So redefining how we, what what we think about exercise. And that's funny about what you said about the step thing, because I have a Fitbit and I've had it for years and there have been times where I'll get in bed and see this one, it, you know, I will look at it and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I only have like 500 more steps and I will get out of bed and march in place. <laughs> like, just yeah, yeah. There's something about that number. <laughs> like I, you know, maybe it's the perfectionist piece of me. Like, I'm like, I gotta beat that goal. I gotta be it. And when I'm so close, it really is motivating to get up and get out. But But I love that idea of just redefining and letting like that it does add up. Yes. And I used to think like, okay, I have to get dressed to exercise. Like I have to put on workout clothes in order to like for it to count. Yes. It's almost got this joke, like, especially with my Fitbit, if I forget it, like on the charger, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this extra, this workout doesn't even count. Like I'm not wearing my Fitbit. (laughs) Might as well not even do it, right? Yep. I'm like, it just became a joke because I'm like, this is silly. Like, why am I depending on this machine to like make it count? And the same thing, like, why, why do I have to, why do I think that I have to put on workout clothes or spandex in order, or why do I have to sweat in order for it to work? So yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, A designated workout is, it's really kind of a new thing. Like it used to just be that our lives were more active and yeah. And so they didn't need workout clothes. They clothes were their workout clothes, you know? So it's, it's a very, it's a weird time that we're in that we've, it's all this marketing messages that have come into us thinking that it needs to look or feel a certain way, but it doesn't if we just move. And then it lowers the pressure and the expectation of it that you can 
you went for a five minute walk, like check it off for the day. You go girl, you did it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and so it's, emotion stays in motion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, especially as women and mothers don't give themselves enough credit. And it's like, you are doing all this stuff and you managed to move your body today, but because you weren't sweating hard enough, you're yeah. not counting it. Like, it's, so right. yeah, it's it a, just a paradigm shift in that way. Yeah. 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 It makes me think of, I belong to Planet Fitness. Um, I go back and forth between Planet Fitness and the Y and mm-hmm. I'll go. And then like someday, like when the weather's nice, I'll just go walk outside and like kind of just shifting and keeping like variety is the spice of life kind of thing. But yep. at Planet Fitness, there was this guy, there was like this older man that he would always be in his jeans walking and it would just kind of like it would crack me up because I'm like look at him like this is still like his exercise but it wasn't that he wasn't in that mindset of okay I've got to look good I've got to <laughs> I've got to look the part or yeah. like get in costume even to do my workout like he just understood like that that like what you're saying movement yep. is movement. It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter where you are or what you do. Like, it's just the fact that you're moving your body and getting like that heart rate up, not breaking yes. into the sweat if that's not what you're going to do. So, yep. Hey mom, short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty. Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Exactly right. So what is the easiest way to get started with healthy habits? Yes, the very easiest way is I wish I could take credit for it. It's such a good idea, but it's called habit stacking. And I'm not actually sure even who came up with it, but it is all over kind of behavior change and habit books and all the things. And it's basically taking a habit that you want to do and stacking it on top of something that you already do. And the reason that it is so effective is because in order for habits to work and to stick, they need some type of an anchor or some type of a prompt to remind us to do that. So if you think about your morning routine, Odds are good that you do most of your most of those things the exact same way in the exact same order all the time. Or even when you get in your car to drive, you know, you you get in, yeah. you put your seatbelt on, you start the car, or vice versa, or whatever. But it's the same way each time, and so it's playing on that repetition in our brains that our brains love, and adding healthy habits to something that you already do. So a few examples might be: every time you use the restroom, you do five squats. Every time you make your morning coffee, you take your vitamins while it brews, Uh, you know, just different things like that. But it eventually becomes second nature when you have that anchoring habit to say, hey, remember to take the vitamins. That is the thing, you know, that is what makes the habit stick. So there is no like 21 days to make a habit stick or 66 days. There's all kinds of things that say how long it takes. But when you can anchor it to something that you're already doing, it is so much more effective and so much easier to make your habits stick. Yes. So that like atomic habits, right? Yes. Like it's a, and, and tiny habits, like there's a lot of books on mm-hmm. habit building and they do recommend that habit stacking. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like that cue that, that triggers us to like, because when I'm working with clients, I'll say like, use your phone as a reminder, like something yes. like that, because if you're starting something new, 
you're not used to doing it. And and right now, like talking about it or thinking about it, like you're like, oh, you know, I'll just start doing this. But when, when it comes time, like when you decide, okay, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm going to, to do five squats or whatever. Like mm-hmm. when you're brushing your teeth, you're likely not to think back on this conversation. So like yep. using those cues, putting post-it, post-it notes. Yes. Post-its are a favorite. Back. Yeah. And it doesn't <laughs> even have to say anything. It mm-hmm. can just be like a yellow post-it note. Like just the fact that you notice that post-it note can be enough to jog your memory. Like, oh yeah, this is something that I want to do Yep, and be able to, but I love that. I love the word anchoring. Yes. Being able to anchor that new habit to yes. an old habit, to something that you're already doing on autopilot to be able to create that new habit. Yeah. Our, I, it's just taking what we already know about our brain and leveraging it. It does admittedly take a little bit of work and thought on the front end to, mm-hmm. to say like, which habit should I stack with which one? Or, you know, how, yeah. what, what kind of reminder do I, is it a post-it? Is it a, an alarm on my phone? What is it? Um, but then once it's going, it just, it goes, yeah. our, that's how our brains work. And it's so right. cool. And it's, it just, it makes everything so much easier when you can do it that way, because you don't notice it. It's not like trying to carve out an hour for the gym, you know, it's, right. it's five squats here and there or some vitamins or, you know, what have you. So it's just, it's, if you start with that and then you just, you start building momentum and it keeps adding up. And so starting whatever it is that you're trying to do, starting small and working up is a hundred percent the way that you will get to a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And that way, if you backslide, like the, you're avoiding that all or nothing. And so if you backslide yes. a little bit and the day goes by and you forget to do it, like you don't have to start from scratch. You've already exactly small, so you can just continue. Exactly. So any last advice that you can give our listeners who are trying to incorporate some of these healthier habits? Yeah, I think the biggest piece of advice that I can give is to remember that you're not starting over you know, you, you actually said it just there, you are starting back up. So I know we, we like to think, or our brains like to think that, you know, if you haven't worked out in a while, if it's been three babies since you've worked out or gone for a walk or a new promote, whatever the thing is that's, that's caused you to have a little hiatus, you're not starting over from scratch. You have all the experience, all of the things you've learned and you know how it's going to go. You've, you've done this before type of thing. So you're not starting over. I know it, it feels monumental when you're like, oh, I got to start back up. But if you look at it of no, like uh, you're, you're literally just picking back up where you left off. It's like, oh, well, that's easy enough. So think of it that way. And just that little bit of a different thought process can help make the getting back into it that much easier. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. So Let's talk about self-care, which building habits and creating like this healthier lifestyle is definitely a big piece of self-care. But for many of the listeners that are out there, they are um, trying to figure out what it is that they they like doing or what makes them feel restored. And so I love asking this question of our guests. And so Mac, how do you practice (laughs) self-care? So my number one way, and I'm a planner junkie. So full disclosure, I love my, my Google calendar, my paper planner. I have them all and I use them and I love them, but is I schedule in my workouts. I do. I plan my week every Sunday evening and I schedule in my workouts into my calendar 
and in my planner. They're in both places and they're non-negotiables. Like they're marked as busy. People can't schedule over them. And that is my number one form of self-care because I know that if I'm able to move my body, everything else in my day seems to go better. Like my, the, my mood. And so the way I interact with people, but also, you know, I eat better, I drink more water, all those things. And so that doing that one thing at the beginning of the week by planning in my workout time, it makes it, it completes me. (laughs) Awesome. Yes. I love it. So what is a book that you can recommend to our listeners? So I was going to say Atomic Habits, but since it came up in conversation, I have another one that was almost as profound, but in a very, in a different way, it's called Spark by Dr. John J. Rady. And it is essentially talking about how movement literally changes our brain, what happens inside of our brains. And I know that because I know fitness and exercise and movement is very much about feeling good in your body, feeling strong, feeling fit and capable and energized. But the what exercise and what movement does to our body and the chemical and like all the changes that can take place is just incredible. And so that book for me was like, holy smokes, everybody should read this book. All right. I wrote it down because I'm going to add it to my <laughs> books, of, my list of books to read. <laughs> so you um, have a gift. I do. Yes, I would. Yeah, thank you. I would love to offer. So I have a free four week workout plan and you can find it at runningwithbacon.com slash free plan. And what it is, is a four week workout plan that you can do at home, no equipment. You can do it in your pajamas. You don't even need to put a sports bra on if you don't want to, you're at home. Um, And I will check in with you. I'll email you each week, see how it's going and make sure that you have everything you need to kickstart that four weeks. We'll make it happen. All right. And then where can listeners find you? Yeah, they can find me. My website is runningwithbacon.com. I am most active on Instagram at runningwithbacon. It's my jam. I have a lot of fun over there. And then also on YouTube. All right. And you have something coming up. What tell us about what I you do. Got coming up this next Yes. Month. Yes. So the whole month of April, this will be the fourth year in a row that I'm doing it. I do a 30 for 30 challenge. So all 30 days of April, I challenge you to get a 30 minute workout slash movement session. in. I provide the workouts, or if you want to just walk for 30 minutes every time, that's fine. But it takes place inside uh, my fit by bit membership group. And there's lots of energy, lots of just camaraderie support, all the things there are some burpees. So, but don't let that scare you. You can just walk if you want, but yeah. So it's just a way to kind of kickstart getting moving and welcome the summer by the end of it. <laughs> like that warning. There are yes. <laughs> I feel like, you know, full disclosure, there are some, but you don't have to do them. You can just, if you want to do a 30 minute walk every day, that's fine. That counts. <laughs> All right. Well, Coach Mac, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing with us your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. 
Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.